Hey there, I'm April, and this is Simply Faithful, the podcast for women who want to be intentional about living a faith-driven life. I'll be bringing you a God girl's perspective on all things faith and talk biblical truths on how God sees us, our situations, and where we go from there. I'm committed to always bring you the two things every God girl needs, genuine faith and genuine friendship. It's that simple. I'm so glad you're here. Hey everyone, April with Beloved Empowers here. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for finding me. If you found me by happenstance and you're not already following me, please let me encourage you to find me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. You can just search at Beloved Empowers and you'll see everything that we do there during the week. I'm so excited to be starting a new type of podcast series with you all within the Simply Faithful podcast. I started out doing the podcast as a way to share my answers to my pop quiz questions. I do biblical pop quiz questions where I'm pulling scriptures and people out of the Bible. I'm asking you what are uh, seemingly simple questions, but I want to make sure that I'm sharing with you very detailed, in-depth answers that will give you the history, the background, and the context that the scripture is meant to be understood in. So I wanted to start a new um, side, have you a new arm of the podcast, and this will be our Faith and Get Together podcast series within the Simply Faithful um, podcast. And I just want to come to you and talk to you about some real life day-to-day issues that we as women of faith are dealing with. And so I want, I'll be coming in once a week to just, you know, whatever the Lord has put on my heart to share with you all just very practical ways, because the way that we're going to grow in our faith, one is together Two is in practicality. We have to make faith fit within our day-to-day lives or it's not going to be sustainable and it's not going to grow. And so today I'm excited because I'm going to be sharing with you five reasons to dust off your Bible in 2020. Five reasons to dust off your Bible in 2020. So there's an ongoing joke in my house. My husband is always saying to me, you know, why do you need to have so many Bibles? And he'll joke on me like, babe, would you pass me my Bible? Well, which one is that? Because I probably have about six or seven Bibles that I use very regularly. And so what I want to do is share with you why these Bibles are priceless possessions to me and why I hope yours will become a priceless possession to you as well in 2020. It's so important that we get back into the habit of reading our Bibles, our actual Bibles. I've said it so many times before. If you followed me for a while, you know, I used to be a Bible study junkie. Whatever new studies were out, whatever new hot studies were out, what Priscilla Shire, Joyce Meyer, Beth Moore, T.D. Jakes, I mean, anything that you could think of. If there was a a new study out, I was finding it and I was going through it, whether it was by myself or within a group, a Bible study group or a small group of ladies. But what I found was that, you know, 
I wasn't actually picking up my actual Bible and reading it. Now, I may have been going and referring to it, you know, now and again to answer a particular question in the study guide of whatever study that I was doing, but I was frustrated in my faith and I didn't feel like I was growing because I didn't feel like I was grasping some concepts. I didn't feel like I knew things for myself. So I couldn't question many things because I didn't have a lot of knowledge. I kind of had to take people for, you know, at their word when it came to Bible knowledge, knowledge of scripture. And this is from a girl who grew up in the church. I grew up in the church my whole life. There's never been a period of my life that I wasn't in church. Even when I was out living what I thought was my best life, I still was going to church. But I didn't know my word. I didn't know God's word for myself. And it wasn't until I began reading my actual Bible for myself that I was able to begin taking things to heart, that I was able to begin applying scripture and um, sermons to my life. It wasn't that then that my frustration waned and I was able to see progressive growth and strength in my faith. And so it's important to me that you know why my Bible is priceless treasure to me. And it is to you too. You just need to uncover a few things. And I'm going to give you five things, five reasons to dust off your Bible in 2020. Number five, confidence. Confidence. If you are a woman of faith who deals with insecurities on a daily basis, my hand is up because that's me. If you are a woman of faith who is still dealing with past or even present trauma, and this could be physical trauma that you endured, this could be emotional trauma, mental, whatever type of trauma, If you have trouble in decision-making, confident decision-making, if you are struggling just with walking in your faith, your confidence will will be found in your Bible, in the pages of the Bible, in particular, the book of Philippians, the book of Galatians, the book of Proverbs, and the book of Psalms are wonderful confidence builders wonderful confidence builders. So the confidence that you're looking for, especially if you if your insecurities are triggered frequently or easily, you can call on the word of God to find the confidence that you need to step out of that insecurity and to move forward in faith. Okay? So that's number five. Number four, peace, calm, and stillness. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but um, I'm a wife and I'm a mom of two. And so anyone who carries one or both of those roles on top of a career, whether your career is maintaining your home or outside of the home, you know how important it is to find peace, calm, and stillness. And I'm talking about inside of you, inside of yourself, because we don't always have control on our outward environment. 
you know, you could be in the midst of chaos, but when you can pull out your Bible, when you can call on God's word, anxiety and fear can absolutely become, you know, instead of your main picture, your main vision, they can move out to your periphery. I'm telling you, it's possible. I used to be highly anxious. I was worried and scared about everything. As a matter of fact, a few years back, I was I was thinking that I was paranoid. So I had anxiety even leaving my home because I felt like what's going to happen when I leave the house? I had this gripping fear that would keep me indoors with two toddlers. And you know that was driving me crazy. And I began reading Psalm 91 every day, multiple times a day until that was released from me. You can look at people in the Bible who were able to conquer their fears or their anxieties. There are men, you have Joshua, you have David, Daniel, but then there are so many women in the Bible who were able to overcome these things by going to going to and knowing the word of God and taking God at his word. You have Hannah, Esther, Abigail, Ruth and Naomi. You have the woman at the well. You have the woman with the issue of blood. So whatever is causing you anxiety, whether it is your kids or you're trying to have children and that, that blessing hasn't come for you yet, whether you are sick in your body, there's the woman with the issue of blood, whether you're trying to live a more pure lifestyle, you have the woman at the well. I mean, you have Hannah who prayed in such deep despair. You have Abigail who was dealing with uh, an evil husband. And God gave her the wisdom on how to maneuver through that. And she she, she didn't she chose not to operate in, in, in fear and anxiety. She went to God. So peace, calm, and stillness you can find by dusting off your Bible in 2020. Number three, clarity. Sometimes we stay lost and confused because we don't really know what our the next best step is. And so your mind is cloudy. You don't really know what to do or where to go, so you do nothing. I want to tell you that if you would open your Bible and read Paul's letters, so I'm talking about First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. There are so many letters. If you go and read Paul's letters, you will then gain knowledge for yourself that you can apply. He has given instruction on everything under the sun, anything you would need clarity on. How do I conduct myself now that I'm a woman of faith? How do I properly love my spouse? How do I treat my children? How do I treat and work with my coworkers or even co-laborers in the church? 
How do I handle conflict resolution biblically? How do I get through these mental battles, the battlefield of the mind? Uh, Joyce Meyer, I have the Joyce Meyer Battlefield of the Mind Bible. That's how serious I am about that. How do I deal with my boss at work? Any clarity you could need, you're going to be able to find it in the Bible. And in particular, look through Paul's letters to the to the churches that he was writing to. I think those, that's a really great place that you can start. But clarity, you don't have to stay lost or confused. You can know how to move forward uh, with God's word as your standard. Number two, we're almost done, y'all. So far, we've talked about you can find confidence, peace, calm, and stillness, clarity. Number two, validation and identity. Let me tell you what. The creator, God himself, is the only being that can define and give your life purpose and a destiny to move towards. No one else, no matter who they are in your life, can tell you who you are and what you were made and born to do, what you are destined and called to do and be. Only the creator can do that. And you want to be able to live according to his standard. Because I tell you what, the standard of the world has been subpar and it's even more subpar now. We are living in crazy times, which are also reflected in the Bible. The times we're living in, they're all talked about in the Bible. That's part of the clarity, but your identity is found in Christ. It doesn't have to be earned. There's nothing you have to do to work towards it. You are a daughter of the one true king. It is who you are. It is in you from the moment you accept him as your savior. The moment the Holy Spirit takes up residence within your body, you now are an heir to the throne. And yes, being saved gets you into heaven, but there is so much more life and light that he wants you to experience here on earth. And knowing who you are and getting your validation only from the word of God will take you so much further in what you need to do. Last but not least, least, excuse me, weapons. Number one is weapons. When you dust off your Bible in 2020 and onward, you are now able to activate three weapons. Ephesians chapter six talks about the armor of God. And right towards the end of labeling each part of your armor that you're to be putting on every day, it says you have the sword of the spirit so that you can fight. The weapon is the word of God and you can fight with it. Then you can look over in Hebrews chapter four and it lets us know that the word of God is a two-edged sword. Everything else is a defense. Everything else in the armor of God is to defend you, 
but you fight with the word of God. Even in 2 Corinthians, you find how it's saying that use the word as your weapon. We need to be fight. Our enemy is always fighting us. He's always fighting us. And when we can activate the word of God, the name of Jesus, and the blood of the lamb over our lives, you have now guaranteed the victory over every battle and every war that will come your way. There's something, Philippians chapter two, I believe it's somewhere around verse 10, I believe. Let me know if I'm wrong, but I believe that's the verse that says, every knee bows at the name of Jesus. And somewhere over in Romans chapter 14, you will find a very similar verse. There is no greater name in the universe than the name of Jesus. When you begin to apply his name to your situations, to your circumstances, they have to bow at the power of his name. What does that mean? You will obtain the victory. You will obtain the victory just by speaking the name of Jesus over your life and over every circumstance. Apply his word. These are weapons that you can use that will help you realize that the battle truly is not yours. It is the Lord's. And so I just wanted to encourage you girls, please get that Bible off of that shelf. Dust it off. Place Bibles around your house where you tend to kind of just sit, where they will tempt you, you know, to pick them up and read a page or two at a time. Confidence is waiting for you in the Bible. Peace, calm, and stillness is waiting. Your clarity are in the, is in the pages of the Bible. Your identity and the validation that you search for from so many people is in the Bible. And last but not least, the weapons that you can activate to guarantee the victory that he has given you, his word, the name of Jesus, and the blood of the lamb are found in the Bible. Do me a favor. Find me on social media at Beloved Empowers. Take a picture of you reading your Bible or holding your Bible up and tag me in the picture on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to see how many of us have dusted off our Bibles to make them work for us in 2020. Thanks for tuning in, girls. Thanks for tuning in. I want to invite you to join me in the new Simply Faithful community over on Facebook. That's faithful with two L's at the end of it. There we are forming a huddle of God girls you'll be able to do everyday faith together with. And for a limited time, when you join the Simply Faithful community, you'll get a free download of my new ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Living Simply Faithful. This is an exclusive offer only for my Simply Faithful community. I'll see you there.